Hey everyone, it is Cassie with The Happy Thinker. This is episode number 21. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's hop in. So today's topic is about feeling our feelings. (laughs) I've talked about this before, but I want to talk about why it is important to feel our feelings. I think there's a huge misconception on feeling our feelings. I think that a lot of times, so our innate response to feeling negative feelings is shying away from them or stuffing them or avoiding them. Many people do this to avoid negative emotion, to avoid negative feelings. Our feelings have a really good way of telling us things. So if you've watched my podcast before here on The Happy Thinker, you know that our thoughts create our feelings, which create our um, fuel for action. And so therefore, it's really important that we actually identify what we're feeling because then we can trace back what thought led us there and see if that thought is useful or not useful. And I also want to state that, I've stated it before, it's a 50-50 split. You're not always supposed to be happy all the time. And if you think this, you really need to reevaluate would you want to be happy about everything that happens in the world? Bad, good, ugly, all of that. If you would want to be happy about that, then you're kind of going to be a little delusional probably. (laughs) Not to call you out or anything, but it's definitely, it's part of the human experience to not always be happy. I think happiness should be half of the time you should be happy the other half of the time you should be in acceptance so that doesn't mean you have to like what's going on it doesn't mean you have to um really be like all for it doesn't mean you have to even enjoy it just means you have to be accepting that that's part of the human experience and it is okay i feel bad today and that's okay i feel sad today and that's okay but When it comes to feeling our feelings, a lot of the negative feelings that we feel can be changed. So this is why I want to state why it's important for us to pay attention to our feelings instead of trying to avoid stuff or medicate our feelings. The reason why this is important You could have an amazing, happy, awesome, phenomenal life that will have some maybe not so pleasant emotions come along with it. Some of them might even feel negative or unwanted, but you will be okay with these feelings and it does not take away from the fact that you will have an awesome, phenomenal life. Or you could have a life in which may be awesome and amazing, but it's only an illusion that it's awesome and amazing because you choose to only acknowledge the happy feelings and not feel any of the negative ones. And so therefore you suffer quite a lot more than you would if you just accepted that they are part of the journey. Which one feels better? If you look at it in a perspective of that, those two choices, which one sounds better? I'm gonna go with number one. (laughs) That if you already work to solve the feelings that feel negative, you'll, in the process, 
fix a lot of things. So if you're already working towards a life that you love, then you're not going to have to worry about trying to avoid those feelings because you're liking the, the things that they're creating. So it's really important to feel our feelings because our feelings are a great reflection of our thoughts. And if we know our thoughts, then we can create the life that we want. We can sculpt it, mold it, pick it out. And now it does take um, work. But the thing about it is, is the way that you perceive that work is going to be different. So therefore, it's not going to feel like that. It's going to feel good and empowering and like you have your hand on the steering wheel. Circumstances will crop in that may create obstacles, but just like I said before, it's part of the human experience, so we're not going to see them necessarily as a negative thing, just as like a part of it, and that's okay. So I really want to touch on this topic of feeling our feelings, really diving deep, and why this is so pivotal. I'm probably going to be a little bit repetitive in this podcast, but I think this is a super important topic. So I was speaking with a friend. She'll know exactly who I'm talking about when I say this. But I was speaking with a friend, and she was talking about... um, So she's currently going through some grief, uh, some legitimate grief of a loss of a family member. And she was talking about how she likes to stay busy so she doesn't have to think about it. I think we do this with all of our lives. We either try to stay busy or we try to buffer it with overeating or over drinking or over um, phoning or over whatever. Things that give us a dopamine hit that makes us like think about happier feelings so that we don't have to acknowledge or come to terms with the feelings we're feeling. We tend to avoid them at all costs. So I think it's a good practice to learn to be comfortable with discomfort and learn how to really dive into our feelings that aren't necessarily positive and how to sit with those without feeling like we have to react by pushing down, stuffing, medicating, or avoiding. It's a huge practice and it's not something our brains do well. Our brains do not want to feel negative emotion or anything we perceive as negative. But if we viewed these emotions not in a way of negative or positive, but instead viewed our emotions as just just a uh, neutral, as a neutral thing, they're not negative or positive unless we choose to see them as that, we give ourselves the power to determine what it means. We can make it mean what we want it to mean. Your feelings don't have to mean anything unless you want them to. And you have that power to choose a feeling that doesn't feel great, to sit with it and say, yeah, I'm feeling this. It doesn't negate the fact that I'm feeling it, but it doesn't have to mean anything. So therefore, my actions that stem from it don't have to be buffering or stuffing or doing any of these things that are avoiding this feeling. I can sit with this feeling and use it for a good purpose instead of wasting an emotion and therefore creating the life that you don't really want. Even unintentionally, we do this. By feeling negative emotions and then automatically trying to get rid of them, fix them, stuff them, um, totally ignore them, by doing that, we're missing a huge opportunity. An opportunity to be aware of how our current thinking is not serving us. The goal for me as a person is not necessarily to be happy 100% of the time, but to be at peace with my life and therefore work from a place of creation, a place of abundance, a place of joy, 
And joy is not happiness. Joy is the ability to be completely satisfied in the situation. So you could be in extreme pain and still have a lot of joy. What I mean by this is people who have been diagnosed with maybe a fatal illness, but they've come to terms with it and they choose to enjoy their whole life. That doesn't change their circumstance, but the perception on their circumstance did change. That's what joy is. And so therefore, it's really important that we learn the skill of being able to sit with circumstance and sit with the emotions that come along with circumstance. And instead of stuffing them, avoiding them, or using medicative reasons like over drinking or overeating or over social media-ing, <laughs> instead of using these things to ignore or keeping busy so that we don't have to acknowledge or feel our feelings, by doing these things, we are doing ourselves a huge disservice. So it's an important skill to learn to not do that. <laughs> The importance of this I cannot overstate, and the reason why it's so pivotal that we recognize this is your life will not move forward in a direction that you want it if you are not aware of the thinking that has created your life now. So a hard pill to swallow is that the results you see in your life right now are all from your thinking. That may seem like a thought you don't want to acknowledge, and that's okay. But if you really think about it, your perception on your life, in my last podcast I talked about your life will only be as good as you see it as, it's the same type of thing. So the way that you have used your thoughts, utilized your thoughts, or not utilized your thoughts will show up in the results of your life. The circumstances of your life really have very little in the the way that you get results. They're just obstacles, and obstacles are just stepping stones forward. So those things may be huge obstacles, but that doesn't really affect your brain's way of working around them. But your results, as in your life results, in the way that you feel, in the way that um, you're achieving or not achieving in lots of areas of your life, directly correlate with your thinking. So if you're not being aware of your thinking, you're not going to get the results that you want because your brain is doing it automatically on autopilot. And when you let your brain have control instead of you taking control of your brain, your life starts to happen to you instead of you happening to your life. I want you to learn that you have complete control of your results. Does that mean you have control of the world? No. Does that mean you control circumstances necessarily? No. But your ability to perceive them in the way that you want and utilize them in the way that you want is completely at your disposal. So this is a hard concept because many people like to throw in if they're religious or have a a faith base in a higher power that there's a certain amount of control that we do not have. I agree that there is a certain amount of control that is not ours to have anyways and that we do not have. But what I don't agree with is that our lives are not in our control. I disagree completely. And this is why I disagree with that. Because I've had a series of circumstances that happened quite rapidly in my life at one point or another that 
were circumstances that were like series of dominoes. One hit the next and the next and the next and the next, and things started to fall and topple like nobody's business. <coughs> when this happened, it felt like my life was happening to me and I was not happening to my life. When I learned of being aware of my thinking on the matter, the circumstances started to become, in my brain, irrelevant. And I learned that as a co-creator with the higher power, with God, with the universe, with all of those spiritual things that I do not completely understand, but I know are there for me, by being a co-creator, I feel like I stepped into my purpose. I stepped into what I was always meant to do. And what I was always meant to do was create the life that would not only serve me and be a benefit to me and my daughter and those around me, but also help me to step into my contribution to the whole world. It may never get to a global scale for me as much as I would like to dream that it does and and really put stock in it and I'm going to do my absolute best. It may not, but I'm going to shoot for it because I feel like I have a contribution to make. And I'm not saying that in an arrogant way, like I'm the only person who can contribute to the world. In fact, I believe every person has the ability and the responsibility to contribute something to those around them and in their span of influence. So that's why our thinking is so important and critical. If you choose to medicate stuff or ignore your feelings, it's okay if you choose that. But this is what the alternative is and why you need to really highly consider it may not be the best choice for you. It's okay if you choose that. If you choose that, you have to own up to it and live with it. I don't want you to look at your life and say, it's not what I wanted it to be, or complain about your current circumstances. If you're not willing to put your brain in an uncomfortable state and feel what you're feeling so that you can move forward. It's like saying you want a beach body, okay? You want the sexy abs, the super souped out muscles. You want to be super ripped, okay? It's like saying that you want that and then not going to the gym. <laughs> it's like saying that you want those things and complaining that you don't have those things, but you eat horribly and you ignore your body. If the body that you want is your goal, then it would be counterproductive for you to ignore your body's cues, to ignore um, what you eat, to ignore when it's time to exercise. We do this with our whole lives. We say we want these things, but then we ignore our thoughts and our feelings and our actions. And we just, we give them permission to be there and we excuse them with, oh, well, this circumstance made me feel this way or oh I have no control in this or oh I don't like this situation and it seems too hard I'm gonna give some tough love if it seems too hard it's probably just the right amount of hard because the world 
is not an easy place to live. It was never really meant to be. When we came in to the universe as babies, we did not come in any peaceful way. Birth, as beautiful as it can be, is not a peaceful thing. It's a very violent thing. But birth has two sides to it. It is an incredibly joyous and beautiful and happy experience, mold with an immense amount of pain and work. When I gave birth to my daughter, I remember the moment that she came into the world. I remember for hours, contractions and trying to get that baby to come into the world was so painful and difficult. It took an immense amount of work, but the reward of having her overpowered all of that. I actually genuinely can't remember the pain very much, but I can remember the feeling I had when I first saw my daughter. That's what life is. It is an immense amount of pain, an immense amount of effort, and it's not easy But the reward for choosing that life instead of ignoring, stuffing, or medicating is way, way more and outweighs any amount of pain or struggle or obstacle that we might encounter. So this is why it's so important to learn to identify, name, and pinpoint our feelings and choose to sit with them. Being comfortable with discomfort is a skill you must learn. And I'm hoping in the next couple podcasts, I'm really going to break down some ways to do that, some practices to do that. I'm going to kind of do like a three uh, podcast series on the process in which we feel our feelings and how to utilize it. But this is just what I wanted to state, the importance of doing that and why I'm going to hop into this three-portion series. So I hope that you love this episode and that it's convinced you to feel your feelings and why it's important and to join me on this process of becoming better by choosing not to ignore our thinking and our feelings, but instead using them to create the life that we want and the life that uh, deserves being created, not wasting our shot at life by ignoring what was given to us at birth. So I really want to dive into this with you in the next couple episodes, and I hope you hang in there. If you're not convinced yet, please stick in there. You might be by the end of this. So I hope if something stuck out to you, you hold on to that and share it with others. You can share my podcast with anyone you like. It would be greatly appreciated. You can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Chromecast, and so many other platforms. Thank you so much for listening today, and I will see you wonderful, beautiful people very soon. Ta-ta now.